Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is Vanessa Upkins, the host for My Bible Life, and thank you for joining me today for Bible study. On last week, we talked about who John the Baptist was, and this week we are starting with the Gospel of Mark. We're on chapter one. We're going to cover verses one through eight, and it's going to tell us about John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus. So let's start with verse one, and it says, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. From the very beginning here, Mark is telling us the good news about Jesus Christ. So the gospel is a Greek word for good news. And the good news is Jesus Christ. And God is fulfilling the Old Testament prophecy here. So we got, we have a prophecy here that um, God is going to send a messenger. And this prophecy is an Isaiah. So it can be found in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. So this, the quotes of uh, verses 2 and 3 comes from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. John is prophesied in Malachi, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. I'll read it for you. It says, Behold, I sent a messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. So we have two prophecies and both of these prophecies, one by Malachi and the other one by Isaiah, is basically saying that there is a messenger that is going to be coming. And this messenger is John the Baptist. Okay, let's keep going. We're gonna we're in verse number four. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all of the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were coming out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan confessing their sins. Okay, so here we have John the Baptist. He's in the Jordan River and he is baptizing, okay? And his message is clear. He is saying that he is baptizing for the forgiveness of sins. And basically what is happening in this scene is that you have the, it says the all of the country of Judea and all of Jerusalem, people are coming out to get baptized and to, to see him. So I'm sure that there were people coming just curious, just wondering like, who is this person, you know, in this river baptizing people? So some people are probably coming out for curiosity. Other people is coming out because they are probably have heard of, of, uh, changes in people's lives and everything and maybe feeling something themselves like i gotta go see for myself and so they get there and what is happening god is touching their hearts 
God is changing their hearts and they are being convicted of, of their sins and they are confessing their sins and they are are getting baptized and they are repenting and their lives are changing and so this big scene is that you know you have John the Baptist here he is uh, preparing the way for Jesus he's telling the people they need to repent they need to change someone else is coming and they are literally going back to their hometowns and they are telling other people uh, what's happening down in the Jordan River and these people are coming and so you literally have this like revival happening you know in the Jordan River so to speak and and people's lives being changed so this is really wonderful okay so let's keep going let's see we are in verse number number six now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. Oh my goodness, does that sound familiar? The prophet Elijah. Elijah dressed like that. Elijah was in mostly in the, the desert and Elijah wore this leather belt around his waist. So where can you find that? So you can find that in 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 8. I'll read it for you. It says, so they answered him, a hairy man wearing a leather belt around his waist and he said it's Elijah the Tisbite. Tisbite is the town where Elijah was from. So you have John the Baptist you know maybe to some or a lot of people looking weird you know this man actually you know is wearing camel hair he's that's his clothing and he's wearing this leather belt and he's you know he eat locusts and wild honey and so last week you heard me talk about the lo locusts being very high in protein and so forth and so he's eat locusts and he has wild honey and uh and so this was kind of you know different and everything and so i'm sure some people just wanted to come see this guy you know what he's doing out here but the thing is is very very clear what is happening is that he is teaching a message it doesn't matter what he looks like it doesn't matter what he wears it doesn't matter what he eats or whatever but what matters is the message that he's sharing with the people okay so verse seven and he preached saying after me he who is mightier than i the strap whose sandals i am not worthy to stoop down and untie i have baptized you with water but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so his message is that there's someone else mightier than him that is coming. And he says that I'm not even worthy to stoop down and untie his sandals. And so I did, I went into just a little bit of research on that right there. And so basically what I was able to find was during their day, the rabbi could almost just ask anything of their students, but to take off their shoes, or I mean their sandals, or to anything concerning the feet was basically was a little bit much. And so, um, so you have John the Baptist stating saying that he's not worthy to untie his sandals and everything. And so it was custom that the rabbi would never ask 
a student to do something like that and everything. So that's what John is basically saying that even, you know, I know that our rabbis don't ask us to do things like that, but I'm just not even worthy enough to stoop down and untie his sandals and everything. But another interesting thing is that he's saying that I baptize you with water, but he would baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So basically he's saying that I'm gonna baptize you. I know you're confessing your sins and I know that you're repenting and everything, um, but the water is just not good enough, okay? <laughs> There's gonna be somebody else gonna come behind me and he's gonna do a greater work than I and everything. So he is pointing towards Jesus, the Messiah who's gonna come. But he says the Messiah um, is gonna come and it's gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So basically he's saying that I'm gonna baptize you. I know you're confessing your sins and I know that you're repenting and everything, um, but the water is just not good enough, okay? <laughs> There's gonna be somebody else gonna come behind me and he's gonna do a greater work than I and everything. So he is pointing towards Jesus, the Messiah who's gonna come. John was actually prophesied uh, by two prophets before he came. And these were the Old Testament prof, uh, Old Testament prophets, and so basically from from Malachi until now, like there was nothing. Okay, so there was no prophets, and it appeared like the voice of God's mouth was closed. And so here on the scene here, you have Mark quoting 40th chapter verse three of Isaiah. And basically you have now John the Baptist, which is prophesying about the Messiah to come. So God has specifically designed for everything to be happening right now at this particular time and everything pointing towards the Messiah. And so this is absolutely wonderful that we are learning all of this um, together. We also learn how John the Baptist dressed and we learn what he did, his specific message, and he is literally preparing the way for the Messiah. So I thought of these two questions that literally I'm gonna meditate on for this week and I wanna share it with you. And I'm gonna ask the same of you to meditate on these two questions. Number one, how can we be a voice in the wilderness? How can I be a voice in the wilderness? So the wilderness is, is basically that period of season in our life that, that, that things are happening, okay? There could be a divorce going on. There could be family drama. You know, just the list can go on and on and on. And just different seasons in our life where a lot is going on, or it could be a season in our life where it feels like nothing is happening. Okay, like what is really going on and what's what's my next step? The wilderness. So no matter what season that we are in, how can we still be a voice? How can I still be a voice in the season that I am currently in? Okay, number two, how can we prepare the way for Jesus? Okay, so even though we're in a season, how can we still prepare the way for Jesus? That's question number two, and that's what I want you to meditate on these two weeks. 
I want you to meditate on that. And so when we come back next week, we will continue our study. So let, let me pray with you. Lord, please forgive us of our sins, Father God. We ask that you help us to be a voice in the wilderness, no matter what season that we are going through in our life. Help us to prepare the way for you because we know that you're coming back. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Okay, well, we have come to the end of our Bible study for today. And I want to thank you for joining, joining me. And I want you to like, follow, and turn on your notifications so that next week when the episode released, that it will send out a reminder to you. And please share the podcast with someone. I want you to know that every time that you do, you're sharing the good news. So we'll see you next week. And we're going to study the baptism of Jesus. God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye.